What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Crystal, and you're listening to Mind the Gap Podcast. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I definitely know I am. It's 2024, baby. It's Mamba mentality all 2024 and beyond, just so y'all know. And if you don't know what Mamba mentality is, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Go look that shit up because I'm not going to tell you what it is. You should know by now. Real shit. But again, hope you guys are having a great day. Um, I'm going to start off the show today with a little bit of story time later on in the show I'm going to get into how to have difficult conversations because I feel like a lot of people nowadays struggle with that and it's definitely something I've struggled with and that if I'm being honest I still struggle with so I just want to touch on that a little bit but first we're going to get into a little story time if y'all don't mind and even if y'all do it's my show so I'm going to get into it uh all jokes all jokes but backtrack to some point last year I honestly don't remember when this happened but my girl had invited me out to go out with like her co-workers and her friends to go to this Korean barbecue spot mind you I've never had Korean barbecue before don't really know what it is um so I was interested a little bit so I was like yeah like you know tell me more about it And I'm really picky with my food because I think at the time I was on 75 hard. So I think I was like on my third or fourth round of 75 hard. So I was trying to watch what I ate, Um, but I was doing a macro diet. And so I was like, if it fits in my macros and it's clean, I can do it. So she tells me about the spot, tells me it's nice, you know, that, you know, they have all these meats, they have an all you can eat menu, um, where you can order literally all you can eat for one price. And it comes with dessert. It comes with all of these sides. Um, she was telling me about this corn cheese. That's like apparently fire. I'm like, damn, that does sound fire, but the corn cheese I can't have. Cause I don't sound macro friendly. Right. So that's what was going through my mind, but she's still, you know, she's still telling me about this place and low key. She's selling me. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to go. And then she got to the part of the story where she's like, yeah, and then they have this grill in front of you. It's like built in the table. Uh, They put the fire on and then they add the little metal plate on top, um, on top of the fire. And then you put the meat on top and you cook it. And I was like, hmm. I was like, hold up. You cook it. She's like, yeah, you cook it. Like, you you know, they season it. They bring you uh, extra seasonings on the side and you add that to the meat or whatever. And I'm still thinking to myself, I'm like, nah, I didn't hear that right. I was like, babe, you cook it? She's like, yeah, I cooked it. I'm like, hmm. In my mind, right, like, (laughs) I don't know about y'all if y'all or if y'all are thinking what I was thinking at the time. But why the fuck would I go pay to cook for myself? Like, why would I go pay to go sit down and cook my own damn shit? It didn't make sense to me, right? It wasn't clicking. I'm like, that mm, that turned me off completely. So the first like few times she went with her friends, I didn't go. And then I think one random day I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Like, I'm going to go. I'm going to try this place out because she keeps raving about it, how it's so good. Still don't understand the concept. I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'll try it. At this time, I was not on 75 hearts. It was free game. I was going to try everything I possibly could on that menu. So long story short, we go to the Korean barbecue spot, really nice spot. Uh, It was actually in Henderson, Nevada, which is literally right outside of Las Vegas. If y'all don't know, the place is called Jen. 
I'm gonna fuck it up. It's like Jen something Korean barbecue, but it, it it was fire. Like it was it was actually really really good. Like the way they season their meats, the way that they brought it out, um, the instructions, the utensils they give you, the sides were amazing. So overall, good experience, right? And I wanted to start off the show telling you guys that story one because it's funny, and two because had I stayed stuck in that mindset of like, I'm not doing that. Like, why would I like it? If had I stayed stuck in the logic in my mind of like, why would I go sit down and pay to cook for myself kind of thing instead of going for like the experience and being there with my girlfriend and like, you know, just having a, a really good meal. And then the service was amazing too. Like, I just think about like little shit like that. Like imagine had I still stayed stuck in that mindset and I wouldn't have went and I wouldn't have tried something new. You know, I would have stayed closed minded. I wouldn't have wanted to try anything else, honestly, because I'm that type of person. Like if I don't like something, if it doesn't catch my eye or if it doesn't make logical sense to me, like I'm not going to do it in a sense. You know, I'm like that with a lot of things. It's rare that I just go in on something that doesn't make sense to me um which is common sense right but you know I I took that as a lesson because again I'm picky when it comes to my food in general whether I'm on the program or not um but I would have missed out on that great opportunity like that was some good ass food and I love that I could actually control uh how my meat was cooked right it wasn't overcooked it wasn't undercooked uh it was perfect for me and so that was pretty cool, right? And then having that one price for, like, all these steaks and chicken and shrimp and seafood that came out, I'm like, yo, this ain't that bad. This ain't that bad. I could see I could see why you fuck with it, babe. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I was definitely wrong. Um, but, yeah, again, I just wanted to share that story with you guys. Like, don't be closed-minded like me. Try new shit. You never know what could happen. Uh, maybe you'll have a shitty experience. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm not saying that you won't. I'm just saying try new shit. Don't be afraid to try new shit. So, all right. So for today's episode, let's get right into the show. I want to talk about having difficult conversations because that's, again, something that I feel many people struggle with. It's something I struggle with, that I continue to struggle with. And it's something that people don't really like to do. They don't want to do it. A lot of people don't like quote unquote confrontation, even though having a difficult conversation doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be confrontational. And that's something that I learned, right? But I only learned it by putting myself in situations where I had to have a difficult conversation. And it was either by choice or it was by force. And by choice, or excuse me, by force, was basically like if the person brought it to me and I couldn't run from it, you know what I mean? I had to have that conversation right then and there. And I'm grateful for those experiences because at the end of the day, I realize in life, like if you don't put yourself through the situations that you're scared of or that you're uncomfortable with or situations that you're avoiding, then you're never going to be able to overcome them. And and I know it sounds like common sense, guys, but like a lot of people don't understand that concept, believe it or not. Like a lot of people don't fucking understand that. It's very hard to grow in life and to grow as a person and to become better 
by avoiding shit that makes you feel uncomfortable. And I get it because like our bodies naturally go into like fight or flight mode. I feel like, you know, our, our, uh, damn, I'm gonna get it wrong. I ain't even going to try to use the scientific words, but it's like this, uh, our para, para, uh, sympathetic or symptomatic system our, our, I don't know our nervous system, right? For you science geeks and and nerds and stuff, if y'all want to educate me, please do come on the show. We could talk about this shit together. Um, Hit me up because clearly I don't know the terms. But anyways, our nervous system, right? Our nervous system has these two functions where it's fight or flight, right? And a little bit of in between. But when we put ourselves in uncomfortable situations, it raises our cortisol levels right so it raises our stress levels and what that does is it puts us in that fight or flight response and a lot of people when they're in that fight or flight mode a lot of people like me I freeze or I shut down I can't really like think straight or think logically how I would if I was just in a normal state so when it comes to having difficult conversations or when it comes to doing anything difficult When people are in that mode, they just stop and they don't know what to do, which is completely normal. Like it's completely understandable. But I wanted to talk about this on the show because I want to help you guys get better with that because it's going to change your life. Trust me. Like if you are going to go through life and not be able to have a difficult conversation, not be able to have a backbone, not be able to set boundaries, you're not going to be able to take care of yourself. You're not going to be able to fill your cup the way you need to fill your cup, right? To be able to pour into others. I'm only speaking on this because it's something, again, that I struggle with, that I've been through, that I'm getting better at. So I'm going to give you guys some tips and tricks on how to have a difficult conversation. And so the first the first tip I can give you guys is literally put yourself through it. Like, literally put yourself through it. Go have a difficult conversation, That difficult conversation that you've been avoiding for however long, and you know what I'm talking about because it's the shit you just thought about in your head, go have that conversation. Even if you have no idea what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, I'm not saying be rude. I'm not saying be an asshole. I'm not saying go into the conversation unprepared. What I'm saying is stop running from it. Go have the conversation. And to give you guys an example, in my professional life, I had to have a difficult conversation with my executive team, you know, with the CEO and my direct boss. And the difficult conversation had to do with the way I felt like they were running the company at the time. I didn't think or see the positives of how they were running it. I felt like they were focusing a lot on the external factors, like on the clients and how to please the clients and you know, everything we can do and all the money and resources we could put into taking care of the clients, which of course is important, right? Like that's, a, that's very important. But they, I felt like they were so focused on the clients that they were neglecting their internal staff to the point where like they would be in the building, they would be in their conference room, but there would be a shit show on the floor. You know what I mean? Like it, it, not a shit show in the sense that like people are going crazy, not knowing what to do, but a shit show. And like, we were so unorganized. There was no processes. 
put in place like the ones we have now that allow us to do our job efficiently and so I'm noticing this in the beginning and me I'm just coming into the company right like I was literally a few months in and I'm still learning my job I'm still trying to figure it out right and I'm still trying to excel in my position so part of my hesitation came from well like who are you right for them to listen to you like who are you to make these suggestions like you've never owned a business you don't know how to run a company or anything like that and then it clicked to me that yeah I don't have all of those things but I do have something that they don't which is a unique perspective because I've seen my uncle run a business both of my uncles run a business I've seen my mom run a business I see how Andy Frisella runs his business I see how my uh, coach from the Free Collective, Ian Went. I see how he runs his business. And they're all very successful businesses. So, and another thing too is I'm actually on the floor. Like, I'm the eyes and ears. Like, I see the shit that's going on. And it's shit that they don't see because they're so focused on the broader picture and they're so focused on the future and getting the company off the ground that they're not seeing the little cracks that they have internally. So naturally, I felt as though it was my obligation to bring that up to them because I care for my boss, I care for the CEO, and I care for the company, right? I want us to excel and succeed because not only does my livelihood depend on this job currently at the moment, but literally all of those people on the floor that are just trying to do their job, they just don't know which direction to go for certain things, their livelihoods depend on it. And we have single moms here. We have families here. You know what I mean? We have people that literally moved to Las Vegas for that job. So I felt like it was my obligation. Like, and that's what forced me to have the difficult conversation. Like, had I not had that unique perspective of it's more than just me, it's, this is more than just about me, I would have never had that, that conversation, honestly. Like, I, I don't see myself having that conversation because it was scary again because I'm new and it's like who the fuck is this girl coming in telling me how to run my company like shit that's what I would think <laughs> right um but it, again I was psyching myself out I was thinking about all these things that they would think in their head or that they would fire me or that they would think I was overstepping um like all of these things ran through my mind guys and when I finally knocked on the conference room door and I had that conversation with them it actually went really well, like really, really well. And they actually appreciated me for bringing up all of the things that they had no idea about because they were so focused on the external stuff that they were neglecting the internal stuff. And at the time, you know, they had just, they were just a few months into um, running the company and things like that. And these are two both amazing individuals that actually care about people. Um, and because they care so much, whenever they're honed in and focused in on something, they're all in, right? Obviously, they have a better balance now that they're aware that, you know, we got to take care of the whole ship, not just the people outside of the ship or the people in the front of the ship or the back of the ship. Like, we got to take care of everything, um, you know, and, and, and it made a difference. And they appreciated me for that. And they value me more because they know that, hey... Crystal is our eyes and ears out there. She's going to bring whatever concern or situation up to us if need be, right? 
So not that I'm the company snitch, right? I'll never be the company snitch, but I do care about the company and I care about its overall well-being again because so many people's lives depend on this fucking company's success. And another thing for my peers, y'all listening, like y'all got to stop with this snitch mentality. Like it's not snitching. I'm not saying rat out your coworkers or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you see something that's wrong and you see something that should be corrected, you lead by example, you take initiative and you go speak to that person, your coworker and be like, yo, bro, that's not cool. Like in a professional manner, be like, hey, I don't think this is cool. This is how this can fuck us up. And this not only affects you, this affects every single person in this building under this roof because we're a team. So if this whole ship goes down, guess what? You don't just go down. All of us go down. That's how we got to think about it. Honestly, real shit. That's how we got to think about it. And if you're working for a job where you don't feel that sense of pride or that sense of care, like you don't care about the team or you don't care for the success of the company, you should probably get a new job. And I know not everybody can afford to just switch jobs like that or have, you know, other opportunities and things like that. But I would highly recommend that you find a job or start your own business to where you can have pride in it, right? Like a lot a lot of people go through life and they go through these jobs that they are fucking miserable in, like miserable for a fucking check. And it's sad because some of y'all have to do that. So <laughs> shit, there's times where I got to do that. You know what I mean? And it sucks. And I know what that feels like. Like, it's not fulfilling. It's not purposeful. You just want to go in, get a check, go home. But what value is that adding to the team? Right? And not everybody thinks like this. So there's days even in my job now, because not everybody has the mindset that I do, that they don't treat me like a team member. Right? They don't treat anyone like a team member. They're only thinking about themselves, their jobs, and their check, and they're going to go home. Which, again, I totally understand. There's some people that literally have to live their lives that way or they'll fucking go crazy. And so I get that. But I would just like to encourage you and educate you on the cons of that and the pros of having the mentality of we're a team. I'm going to do what's best for the team, right? I'm not going to neglect me. I'm going to never neglect me. But I'm also not going to neglect the team because that's important. And so back to having that difficult conversation, so many things now within the company have changed for the better because of that one conversation that I was so scared to have. And that's just one example. But point is, have the difficult conversation. You don't know what's going to happen or what's, well, yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen. And you don't know what's on the other side of that difficult conversation, all of the positive things that could happen, right? And honestly, think about it. What's the worst that could happen? You bringing up the shit that's bothering you or you bringing up a concern or you bringing up something that clearly you feel strongly about, but you're just scared to talk about. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I think the worst that could happen in most situations is like you're not heard, you're not taken into consideration, um, or, you know, you're just ignored pretty much, which, okay, and are you you're here right you're alive you're breathing you're well like it's not the end of the world you know 
Like, that's fine. Like, shit like that is fine. It's going to happen. You avoiding hard shit is going to keep you in a little cave. You know what I mean? Like, in, in your own little world. You have to get out there and do hard shit in order to grow. Trust me, okay? Because me moving to Vegas all the way across the fucking world, in my opinion, that's what it feels like away from my family, my nephews, my mom, my sister, my brother, my friends that I grew up with. Bro, that's hard. That's fucking hard, okay? It was the hardest shit I've ever done in my life. But it's also been the most rewarding for so many reasons. For so many reasons. Do the hard shit. Have the difficult conversation. Stop being a bitch. Stop being a pussy, okay? Life is too fucking short. If you, God forbid, were to die tomorrow, would you be happy with everything that you've accomplished or done in this life really think about that because I think about that that's what gets me up every day that's what keeps me doing this podcast right because I haven't seen no success yet that's what keeps me motivated is god forbid I don't want to die tomorrow and I'm laying there on my deathbed thinking what, what did I leave behind what how many lives have I changed who did I impact? Or did I just live for me? Did I live selfishly? Personally, for me, I don't want to do that. I want to change the world for the better, which is why I chose to start this podcast and have this platform is because I can reach a broader audience, right? And also offer entertainment because I'm funny. I like being funny. I like engaging with people and having conversations. And again, that's why I started this. And I'm going to continue to do this no matter what, whether millions of people download the show or whether it's two or three people that download the show. I fuck with y'all and I appreciate every single one of you that tune into this show. Like I'm, I'm so grateful for every single one of you that tune into the show because you're taking time out of your day to listen to my annoying ass talk <laughs> and give you advice and knowledge and education or news on shit that's going on and that's priceless to me for real. So I take it serious. That's why I don't just come up on here and talk about anything and fucking just put an episode out just to put an episode out. Like, I'm not going to do that either. Just to say, oh, I have 50 episodes, but half of them are fucking trash. Like, I'm not going to do that. So again, guys, I hope you take my advice and I hope you just experience for yourselves the positives that could happen when you do hard shit, and especially in this case, since we're on the topic, having that difficult conversation. So take that for what it is, guys. I love you guys. God bless you guys. Hope you guys have a great day. Um, stay up. 2024 is going to be a crazy year. It already seems like it's going to be a crazy year. It's an election year, so get ready for the bullshit. I'm going to have a couple shows coming out about the bullshit, so look forward to that. I'm definitely excited to record those. Um, and yeah, guys, appreciate you. Thank you.